Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and welcome to our Mindset Series. Today, I want to talk about fear and how it impacts us as entrepreneurs. You know, I have to be honest, fear is one of those big topics. It is a landmine for entrepreneurs and it holds us back from taking action and really doing the things that we're meant to do. And see, the thing with fear is it comes in many different flavors, many different shapes and sizes. And it looks completely different for everyone. What's intimidating to me might not be intimidating for you. And so today, I want to focus on two specific kinds of fear. Fear of failure and fear of success. And while, you know, the fear of failure one, that's pretty obvious, right? But the fear of success is a hard one for people to really, really understand. Because we all want to be successful. It's what we're all striving for. It's what we're working our tails off for, right? So how could we possibly be scared of success? And yet, most people are. But what happens is they are scared at a subconscious level. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to deep dive into fear to better understand it and how it impacts us. Second, I'm going to explain what megaphobia is, the fear of success. And then in our last segment, I'm going to give you five great tips to help you deal with fear. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So I get asked all the time if I was scared when I first started a business, and what did I do to help me work through all the fear? And the honest answer is that you probably don't want to hear, I just leaned in to the fear and I did what I knew I had to do. And one of the best tools that always really, really helped me, and I've used it a number of times over the years, and have recommended it to a number of my clients, is the book Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways by Susan Jeffers. Now, I was randomly told about this book one day when I was on a plane to New York and it really helped me to change my relationship with fear and to reframe how I saw fear, my relationship with fear. And in the book, she shares five truths about fear that really, really help you to deeply understand it and experience what it is that you are going through. So I wanted to share those five truths about fear with you today. Okay, so here we go. Number one, the first truth about fear is that the fear will never go away as long as I continue to grow. So please don't ever expect to get to some magical destination where you're never ever going to be scared of anything anymore. Fear is always going to be with you so long as you are growing and doing new things. Now, the things that you might be scared of might change. 
You know, something that you might have tackled last year might not be scary to you, but guess what? There's room for something else that you can step into and really, really feel fear around. The fear just keeps showing up, kind of like our challenges keep up-leveling relative to our ability to handle them. So too does the fear. All right, truth number two. The only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it, right? This one is a little bit of tough love. Fear doesn't magically go away. There isn't a magic pill. The only way to get rid of your fear is to lean in and do the thing that you're scared of. Truth number three. The only way to feel better about myself is to go out and do it. Trust me, you're not going to do yourself any favors by avoiding what you're scared of because you're just going to be ending up in that loop, right? That loop of insanity where you're scared to do something, so you avoid it, then you beat yourself up, and then that makes you feel really bad about yourself, and then you're really stuck and you can't take action. And that whole cycle, that loop of insanity goes over and over and over again and on and on and on until you take action and do the thing that you need to do. Number four, not only am I going to experience fear when I'm on unfamiliar territory, but so is everyone else. And this one is a little bit more tough love. You do not, I repeat, you do not own a monopoly on fear. Seriously, everyone is scared of something at some time at some point. And the big difference is that some people allow their fear to paralyze them and other people are good at leaning in and conquering their fear. And that comes down to really simple conditioning of building the muscle, right? And making it conscious. People simply are able to dive in and do the things that they're scared of because they've done this over and over and over again, or they've conditioned their mindset. So it may appear that they don't have any fear because the fear doesn't slow them down, but I'm here to tell you, trust me, as a coach, I get to see everybody under the hood. They still have the fear or the worry or the self-doubt or the judgment. And this is kind of summed up in the title of the book, right? Feel the fear and do it anyways. And number five, the fifth truth about fear. Pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. Yes, this one's my personal favorite. When we are paralyzed by not being able to do something, this is the worst feeling ever. And even though we think it's going to be harder to do the thing that we're afraid of, it actually takes way more effort to hold off from doing it and to avoid it. Think about it. If you have something that you're scared of and you don't want to do, you might resist it for years. And think about all that time and effort and energy that you took to avoid it. You had to make excuses for yourself and for others. You had to live with the shame and the disappointment. Think about the overall impact that this has had on your daily life, let alone all the opportunities that you gave up along the way. What are you missing out on so much? 
versus just summoning up the courage to go ahead, to dive in, and to make sure even though it's hard, you're going to get through it. And then you no longer have to carry it around. I always think about fear as baggage, right? You have to carry it around with you. It's heavy. It holds you back. It's baggage. And it doesn't just hold you back from the specific things that you're afraid of, but it holds you back from really excelling in all areas of your life, doesn't it? It holds you back from expanding your range. So at first glance, it might seem terrifying to do the thing that you are afraid of, but in the long term, it honestly just takes less effort. So let's recap those five truths about fear. First, the fear will never go away as long as I continue to grow. Two, the only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and just do it. Number three, the only way to feel better about myself is to go out and do it. Four, not only am I going to experience fear whenever I'm on unfamiliar territory, so is everyone else else. Five, pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. Okay, I want to check in with you. What was it like to hear that list? To hear those five truths? Was there one in there that really, really spoke to you? And do you have a fear of success more or a fear of failure. As entrepreneurs, it is pretty darn natural to face a lot of fear all the time. And yes, lots of time, we have fear of failure, and that's normal. And it can be really, really challenging and really paralyzing at times. But even more dangerous then the fear of failure is the fear of success, also known as megaphobia. And the fear of success can be a lot more dangerous than the fear of failure. And I'm going to tell you why. I've noticed this over the years with my clients. The fear of success is really, really what is paralyzing them most. Now, I first learned about megaphobia when I read the book, The One Thing by Jay Papasan. Now, let's deep dive into megaphobia or the fear of success because I want to explain to you why it is so dangerous. Here's why. It is the less logical of the two and it is often the fear that goes unconscious. It's something that we don't necessarily go looking for and it doesn't get any of our attention so it just lives under the radar. And here's why. You see, most of us have seen failure or experienced failure at some level in our life. It might be, you know, failing in school or not passing your driver's license the first time or not getting that job you wanted. Or maybe it was a failure in a relationship. So we're all at some area of our life experiencing or familiar with failure. We know what it feels like. It's a form of disappointment, yes, but it's something that we know, that we experience, and that we're familiar with. 
I know that I'm good at failure and I know what it feels like. I know what to expect. But fear of success, really, really big success with our business, well, that is terrifying for most of us on a whole new level. Because unlike the fear of failure, we don't really know what the fear of mega success is going to be like. And so it impacts us in a different way. Here's some of the common fears around success that I see, just so that you can get a little bit more familiar with them. First off, we know that we're meant to be successful, but we've never been there before. So we don't actually know what to expect. And we often feel overwhelmed because it is so new. We essentially are having a fear of the unknown. We might be scared that it's overwhelming or intimidating and we won't know how to handle it. We lack the trust in ourselves to be able to handle whatever comes up. And think about it. We don't really have to look far to find stories of people who became really, really rich and successful and then subsequently just lost it all or ruined their life. And so we might feel worried that this could happen to us too. Number two, we get scared that when we become really, really successful, we're going to lose all our friends or we're going to no longer fit into our social circles. We worry that people are going to judge us or look at us differently. We might have a loyalty to certain people and we worry that we will be leapfrogging them in success and this might jeopardize our relationship. Number three, sometimes we have limiting beliefs or associations about extreme success. Like we make an association that if we reach a certain point or have a certain amount of money, then we won't actually be able to live up to our values anymore. We're going to have to start to compromise a certain part of ourself, or maybe we're going to lose our work-life balance. Now, these are often limiting beliefs that stand in our way of taking action. We're worried that we won't be able to handle things. Number four, sometimes people get scared that they're going to be criticized for being very successful. We call this tall poppy syndrome. And it's, if you can visualize one person or one poppy being a little bit taller than everyone else and standing out from the pack. And we're scared of being resented. We're scared of being attacked or criticized or judged or cut down. We're worried that people are gonna judge us. And lastly, This one's a biggie. We're scared that we're not going to be able to maintain the success once we get there. Or that it's going to be too exhausting for us to maintain that success once we arrive in this place. So, do any of those four types of fear of success really land with you? Do they sound a little bit familiar Is it a fear of the unknown? Do you have a limiting belief maybe around people's opinions of you? This is a really, really important exercise to do to get clear on your fear of success. You know, earlier I said that the fear of success is more dangerous than fear of failure because it is typically the type of fear that is unconscious. 
And it just doesn't seem rational, does it? Our society and our culture always entices us to believe that coming into lots of money is actually a good thing. And it's actually going to solve all our problems and make our life in general just amazing. So when I ask people, I say, do you have a fear of success? They instantly say no. And they think that's just absolutely absurd. How could success or money be a really bad thing? Money makes everything better, right? Now, often when I start to dig around with people, with clients or with people in my community, I usually am able to find out something that they are afraid of with respect to their success. And it could be having large sums of money or their relationships with others or how their life is going to change as a result of all this success. So it doesn't seem rational for us to fear coming into great power and success. But I really, really want to invite you to take some time to think about this this week. I want you to see if you might have a bit of megaphobia, have this fear of extreme success. And that is going to be your challenge this coming week. I'm going to post it in our Facebook group tomorrow. I'm going to challenge you to do an exercise around megaphobia, this fear of success. And then I'm going to ask you to share it with the rest of us. And I also want to take a second here to give a huge shout out, a big thank you, virtual fist pump for everyone in our Conscious Business Facebook group, especially to those who accepted my challenge, my invitation to boldly leave your comfort zone and do something new that scared you. And I had a lot of people taking action here and I loved seeing each and every one of you step up to do something bold. We had people initiating new conversations, having courageous conversations. Some people took serious action in their business. Some people dove in and did something that they were procrastinating for a long time. And we also had a few people making some kick-ass videos and sharing them with the group. And I loved it. I just eat up all of this. I love when you guys step up, then you do something brave, something new, and something bold. Because you're not just taking action for you. You are essentially inspiring everyone else around you. And that's what makes you so powerful. So I want to say thank you for participating and I especially love when you are part of this community. We get this opportunity to realize that we're not alone in our fear. We're not alone in our worry or our self-doubt or our imposter syndrome and we realize that everyone else is going through what we are too. That is the power of community. You know, being an entrepreneur can be isolating. It can be scary at times. And that's why I don't want you to do it alone. I really want you to be part of this community so you can help to lift other people up and help to inspire them too. So here is your personal invitation. If you are not already part of the Facebook group, I want to invite you to be part of our conscious business Facebook group. It is an incredible community of people and there's a lot of really powerful things going on in there each and every week. And I'm in there regularly making comments, uh, posting things, posting videos, tips, 
uh, content around the podcast and some other content too. So if you haven't checked it out already, please head over to Facebook, find the group. You can search for Conscious Business. You will be able to see the icon with my photo on it. And please send me a request to join the group and let me know that you listen to the podcast regularly. I would love to see you in there. In this segment, I want to give you some tips to deal with your fear. And this might be your fear of success. It might be your fear of failure. doesn't matter. Here's five amazing tips that you can use right away. You can start to use them today to really address and reduce your fear. Okay? Five tips. Here we go. Tip number one, make your fear conscious. So take time to really lean in and figure out what it is that you are scared of. Be present with it. Feel into the fear and figure out what it is it is that you are specifically really scared of. Make your fear conscious. Remember that fear thrives in the unconscious state. So when we avoid it, when we leave it conscious, this only feeds it and makes it stronger. Tip number two, presence it. And you can do this by either telling someone else about it or you can start to write it down and start to journal about it. And I know this seems so simple, but trust me, it is so powerful as an exercise to start to presence your fear. Think of your fear as a lamp. When you presence it, it is like unplugging the lamp from the wall. You're removing the power source, right? So the lamp or the fear will still always be there, but it won't have any power over you anymore. And eventually, it will start to fade into the background. Tip number three, explore it. So spend time thinking about fear in your life. Think of instances where you faced something that you were scared of in the past and then see how you handled it. What was your approach towards it? Did you chip away at it slowly? Did you dive in with two feet blindfolded? Did you talk to others about it? What happened? What was the intelligence? How did you survive? Go back as far as you can remember and really be with fear and learn from your past experiences. Tip number four, trust. Now, this tip particularly applies to the megaphobia, to this fear of success. And I know that success can feel a little scary sometimes, but trust me, it will not show up overnight. It will happen at a pace that is right for you to be able to grow and to handle it all in stride. Remember, you designed this whole scenario called life and you would not have created an experience that is going to be more than you can handle. Remember that and trust that. And tip number five, create a situational blueprint. So this means thinking about the actual scenarios that are going to happen when you succeed or when you fail and think through or plan how you're going to handle them. Now this helps us to prepare for that future scenario for the milestone or the challenge because we decide how we intend to handle it. 
What sort of a reaction are you going to have? What sort of action are you going to take? For example, how will you deal with a large sum of money showing up? Will you hold true to your values? Will you be diligent about it? Or will you burn through the cash? Will you be able to donate the money to help and serve others? What about when you get your very first hater or your first critic? Will that be something that you will be prepared for? I know that definitely happened to me quite a while ago and I was excited when it happened because to me that is a sign that I'm putting myself out there, that I am spreading my message to as many people as possible and it is such a powerful message that some people are going to vehemently disagree with that and that's okay. And so I was able to deal with my haters because I had set a situational blueprint for that before it happened. And I decided for myself that I was going to see haters as a positive sign, that I was really putting myself out there, that I had a clear and powerful enough message that maybe not everybody is going to like. But it was a sign that I was passionate enough to really put myself out there and share my message with others. So situational blueprints can be created for any area of your business, for anything that is successful, for anything that is a failure. So examples would be how to scale your business, how to handle disappointments, how to hear no, how to hire staff, how to build relationships. What happens when you hit that first time in your business where you have to say no to a large opportunity or a big piece of business because it compromises your values? Trust me, that will happen. Are you ready for it? What are you going to do? There isn't a right or wrong answer here. It's not about me telling you how you need to handle it. It's about you taking time to decide who you are and how you are going to handle it so that when it shows up, you know exactly what to do. When you create a situational blueprint to handle success in the future, this will help you to understand it and realize that you absolutely can and will handle your success. Okay, so let's recap those five tips that you can use to help reduce your fear. Number one, make it conscious. Two, presence it. Three, explore it. Four, trust. And five, create a situational blueprint. And I look forward to hearing from you in our Facebook group because I have a new challenge for you this week and it is around fear, specifically around megaphobia. All right, so this one's really fun. So if you missed out on doing the exercise of the challenge last week, you have an opportunity to redeem yourself and dive in. And I'm going to tag a few of you to participate this week. So check out for that video tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on fear. I know that this episode may have pushed a few buttons with you, and that is perfectly normal. I want you to know that we all, myself included, feel scared sometimes, and fear is a very healthy emotion. 
It's a sign that we are deeply committed to something. It's a sign that we really care. And I want you to take one really important thing away from this episode. I want you to stop going unconscious with your fear. Stop avoiding it. Stop hiding from it because you're missing out when you do. When we experience fear around taking action or doing something courageous, this is actually a green light. It is teaching us a lesson. This is actual intelligence coming forward. So pay attention. Learn what you need to learn and allow yourself to be guided. I want to challenge you to get very real about your fear. I want you to presence it. And I want you to be aware of it because something powerful is waiting for you on the other side of your fear. And if you find yourself feeling really, really stuck by your fear, then take yourself out of the equation and focus instead on how you are going to be impacting others. Remember your leadership legacy. This is your impact on everyone else around you. When you step up, you inspire others to step up too. And likewise, when you hide out, when you avoid, when you hit the snooze button, when you let that deadline slide another week, you are essentially holding other people back from their dreams too. Remember, we're all connected at an energetic level, like it or not. So your actions every day impact everyone. So I want you to show up and I want you to do what is brave and I want you to be bold. And in the process, you will inspire others to be brave and play their bigger game too. When they see you step up, they will want to step up as well. This is your power. This is what lives on the other side of your fear. This is your leadership legacy. Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.